0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed with Thaddeus and Evan, where we have good conversations with good people and any good conversation worth having is worth having drunk. We are live down in lovely Las Vegas with Amanda Triolo and Kelly Osterlitz from Go Grasshopper Heating and Cooling. I'm sure you probably heard the name before. And we got into a lot of different things here today in an action-packed 20-minute episode. I think part of my favorite conversations was getting into the culture and creating this culture where your employees really want to buy into a vision and really tackle the challenges that come their way and just everybody wants to win together. One of the things that I saw from them when we first came into the door was them down in the lobby doing a cheer and doing a shot, right? They've just created this amazing organization. They also have an amazing goal that they're going to hit. Find out that in this episode. But we want to hear from you. What was your favorite part of this episode? Make sure that you leave a note down in the comment and wherever you listen to this podcast at or just reach out to us in general, so we look forward to hearing from you. Enjoy.
1: Three, two, one.
0: Welcome to HVAC Success Secrets Revealed, a show where we interview industry leaders and disruptors, revealing the success secrets to create and unleash the ultimate HVAC business. Now, your hosts, Thaddeus. And Evan.
2: Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Service Rocket Summit. We are live here doing our first podcast of the day. We are going to be rolling through these all day long. I'm super excited. We're starting off hot with wow. Amanda <laughs> <Ricolo> <laughs> Grasshopper and her first executive hire, which I definitely want to get into that a little bit. Kelly as well. And so Amanda, do you want to introduce Kelly? Because I've barely met her. Yes,
1: this is Kelly. She's an absolute badass. So I'll let her talk about her background. But she was our first executive hire in June. And her sole purpose at the company is to get us to lay the roadmap to get us from where we're at now to 100 million plus. And she's got all the skills to get us there.
3: Absolutely. Well, met with Amanda back in June and it was serendipity is what I'll call it and I come from a pretty strong business background growing divisions and sat with Amanda and asked her what was your vision where are you going I'm in the capital district where she's at and I was able to see that grasshopper is just on fire and met with her and we came up with a good business plan that we both bought into and we are moving forward in a very fast direction (laughs) So So with my experience and with Amanda and her vision and her experience, we're just we're going to be taking it over.
2: I love it. So 100 million, kind of a small goal, I think, but (laughs) you know what? I
3: agree. (laughs) I I agree. I think it is kind of a small goal. I think that we'll exceed.
2: I guess one. When are you hitting 100 million by? Because I'm very curious on that. Because if you don't have a goal with a deadline, then it's just a dream. So
1: I'll let Kelly speak on that one. Mm. That is our five year plan. Five years. Yes.
2: Love it. And that was your goal, Amanda?
1: Absolutely. My goal, to be very transparent, is every single month here has surprised me. And so my goal was a bit more PG than 100 million. And then when you start meeting with CFOs, budgets for marketing, and really a marketing growth plan, Kelly leading the roadmap of the foundation, it's very easy to see now that that should be well within our range.
3: Very attainable. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> So, we'll there. what's the secret sauce in business to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you? Uh-huh. Right? right. So
0: success leaves clues.
3: Absolutely. Right. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that is exactly what we're doing right now. Right. So we found each other, and now it's about finding all of the right players to come in and support our vision and goal. Amazing. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs>
2: How did you find Kelly? This is
1: a funny story. So we, I was supposed to build a facility, buy land, build a facility, make it the Grasshopper HQ. The bank said, look, we're going to approve this, but we want you to take the weekend to think on it because we believe strongly that you are going to outgrow the space before you think that you're even going to. So I met with my leadership team. I said, look, this is the bank just sat me down said this. We can get going today. We're already going to be behind schedule. Our current lease is up the end of June. And they're like... Yep, we agree we're going to outgrow it. We shouldn't do that. So it was an immediate pivot plot twist to now find a space to lease. But we had this whole plan. The drawings were done. Permits. I mean, it was like, it was crazy. And then Kelly was referred to me by an employee within my company and I ignored her for a little while. So that's
3: the <laughs> <one>. <laughs> She played hard to get. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, uh, bank's like, Oh, this is, use this realtor. She's really good. Or Hey, there's this realtor. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to find my own spot. Cause that's how I am. I'm like I'm going right. to find it. Don't worry about a realtor. So finally it's like February and I'm not finding anything. So I'm like, all right, I'll answer this Kelly. <laughs> so I answered her and I met her and I was like, Oh my gosh, she really has her shit together. Why have I been ignoring her? And it was like, she came prepared. She knew all the answers to everything. She asked me all the right questions. And then the key ingredient to me is communication. Sometimes mm. sometimes I get so busy that I'm not the best at responding to text messages or emails. I'm not proud of it. It's a growth. I need to grow at it.
2: So
0: how big is your inbox unread messages?
1: My inbox on unread is good. Okay. I read them and then I get busy and I forget to respond. So the truth comes out. I do read your messages. So I know what you're saying to me. I just forget sometimes. I'm really sorry about that. But I finally answered. We went down that path. So, long story, she always stayed two steps ahead of and nobody's ever been able to do that nobody I've ever been able to do business with interact with grow with has ever stayed ahead of me and she stayed ahead of me the entire transaction the lease dealing with the landlord the construction aspect of it permits with the town even sign variances that we had to go get she was with me guiding me every step of the way with that stuff it's not anything I ever thought Something to be able to do. So I'll let Kelly speak on the outside of the box text message that I got. It was out <laughs> of the blue. I was just talking to my leadership coach. I just put a Facebook post up about this too. I was talking to my leadership coach. I'm like, this is the person that I need. I need them now. Where am I going to find somebody to this caliber? I'm not going to, maybe I should look for them on LinkedIn. And he's like, well, he gives me growth work. So instead of yep. homework, we call it growth work and it's stuff that I need to work on in the next two weeks before I meet with him again. And that was part of my growth work. And then the very next morning I opened my Phone to a text message from Kelly. And it was one of those, oh my gosh, what does this mean? I don't know what it means, but I'm excited. I have no idea what this message
3: means. But I like Kelly. (laughs) I like Kelly talk about
1: the text message.
3: Yep. So that evening, I was just thinking about different things. I'm finishing up getting my MBA, and I'm like, what am I getting my MBA for? And somehow Amanda popped into my head, right? Because I'm helping her with this real estate transaction and absolutely loved her energy, loved her business vision that I didn't even really know the details about. I just knew she was going in the right direction. Right. right? And so with getting my MBA, that was all about, all right, I'm going to go vet a smaller company. I have all the tools and many years of knowledge in business of growing divisions and saying, okay, what I want to take that work with a company that I can resonate with and believe in their values and her values are amazing, believe in her vision, and then take that and build the company with someone, Mm. right? And have that partnership so with that we just I texted her and said yeah. hey I'm just sitting here thinking I wanted to talk to you about your business do you want to like grab a cup of coffee get some lunch or whatever and I had no idea where it was going either so it wasn't just her not knowing it right. was me too yeah. and so when I say that it was serendipity it truly was right. <laughs> so we went to lunch that day yep that day we went to lunch that day and that very next day right because it was in the evening that I texted you and we sat down had lunch and from there It was, I've seen her every day since.
1: Yeah, ass women, baby. That's what it's all about. We're excited. Yeah,
3: excited to see these Canadians here
0: too. Yeah, buddy. I don't know how they got through the border, but it It took a lot of grease in the wheels. One thing that, like you mentioned, and it's neat because actually you and I yesterday when we first chatted about that, I heard you guys' team saying "Go Hop" with a big shot when you guys got into the room in Vegas, and you didn't really know her that well, but you knew the direction and the culture that she was going in, and I think that's an important piece because what you've been able to build and what you've been able to do, and I was mentioning this to you yesterday too that culture is everything yeah. direction is everything people are everything and when you can get buy-in to your ultimate vision your team rallies behind you right rallies behind the company rallies behind everything that you want to do and they're excited for you and they are then also excited for the company and when they become excited for the company now those obstacles become a lot less because they're buying into that is there anything specific that you think you've done to be able to help create that energy and create that culture?
1: I think it comes down to something really simple, and it's just the word care. <laughs> right. My whole team knows that I genuinely, truly care about them. And my goal is to have them show up to work every day and love their job and love what they do. And to be able to help create the environment where life change occurs, take heating and cooling out of it. That is the sole purpose of what I do and what Grasshopper does. Yes, it's to serve our community, and yes, it's our clients in the process and getting the experience front down, right? But it is creating opportunities that change lives for our people.
0: All right. I like that. And yeah. caring is such a good thing to be able to do for everyone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. People don't know how much you – what's that saying? I'm going
2: to butcher this one. You don't care words. how much you know until they know how much you care. There we go. Thank you. i am <laughs> my bases on that one. And I'm not even the hungover one today. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, there go. well and, and a quote that I always loved was how do you spell love? It's T-I-M-E, right?
0: Are you putting in the time into your people? Absolutely. Well, since we are at the event, I know we traditionally go for like an hour on our show and I want to try to keep these to 10 to 15 minutes, but being two badass women in the industry, talking to other women who want to get into the industry and business in general and the business side of being a woman, what sort of advice do you have for them?
1: Take the fact that you're a woman out of the equation and just go get it. I love that. Yeah,
0: love that. It's simple.
1: Don't focus on being a woman in a man's industry. Come up with your goal. Come up with what you want to set out to accomplish and just go get it.
0: Nice. It's actually funny. We were chatting with Stephanie Gorton last night from the inner guy about that and Eric Kurt, their their president. And she said the exact same thing.
1: That's it. You can't focus on if this one's going to respect you or this one didn't give you the time of day or people are looking down on you. It happens and I'm sure it does happen, but you cannot focus on that. You focus on that, and then you're taking your focus off the goal.
2: Keeping your eye on the prize.
1: That's it. I like that answer.
2: At the end of the day, what you focus on expands, right? Yep. And if all you're focused on is what do I don't have, or people aren't treating me right, or Mm -hmm. this and that, right? Like, said, it's taking your eye off the prize, taking your eye off the goal, focus on what it is that you truly do want.
1: Yeah, we don't talk about being our executive team is made up of women right now. I mean, I'm sure as we evolve, that's going to change, but the the dynamic of the company is we never talk about being two women, being in executive positions in the industry. It's not a conversation ever had in our company Mm -hmm. because it's totally irrelevant to what we're doing.
0: Right. Well, and it doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. It's just, do you have the skills necessary to be able to do the job, right? I think back to another company that we used to work at some of the hiring things that we did. We didn't care whether what color your skin was, whether you're a male or female, what you identified as. We just wanted to hire the best people for the position. And when you hire the best people for the position, you naturally get a diverse organization because you're just wanting the best. In your case, it just happens to be an awesome powerhouse of women that you're surrounding yourself with. And it's also probably a unique skill set for your guys' business to be able to look at it from a different, completely different spectrum. But then when you add that guy into the mix, it's now gonna increase that even more because you're gonna get them that are the best people for that particular role. Right? So,
2: yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we definitely can't wrap this up without talking about your office. Because <laughs> holy shit, this space is fire! It is so cool. I love the tour that Ian did. Yes. The HR guy, when he walked around there, that was amazing. He stole
1: my thunder on the tour. I still to put out a tour video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we love Ian. He's a great guy. Yeah.
2: He's amazing. We need to have him back on the show, by the way. Yes.
0: Oh, my um, gosh.
1: So intelligent. Yeah. So smart. So, so intelligent. Smart. And he puts fun in
0: HR, which I didn't think was possible. Yeah. No,
1: and he keeps your mindset yeah. where you need to keep your mindset as an owner or an operator while giving you the tools that you need to make sure, hey, you need to know this to keep you on the right track. Great. So, great guy. Yeah.
2: yeah. dream behind the office vision behind the office where did it come from the design of it the layout of it what what was the goal behind it because most guys just put together an office that's just kind of there it's a place for people to gather the ga- grab their shit and yeah. get out right so yeah why, that was, why did you put so much effort in why
1: we are a small fast growing company in a space where there's a lot of companies that have been around 40 60 80 100 years mm-hmm. and our brand is extremely loud and vibrant and the sole purpose of the new space and making it come to life was how do we take the outside of appearance of this company and bring it to life and make it so fun, inspiring, motivating, And just a creative space where people are amazed when they walk in here. It's a recruiting tool. It's a spot where our people love to come to work. They have a blast there. They have fun. I have Facebook trolls that comment on my Facebook (laughs) posts saying, are all these people on the clock? Yep, they sure are. And if you are the one that commented that, you might be what's wrong with your company. I'm a little bitter about the comment. But the space, I joke that I'm not an interior designer and I do not have that skill at all. I disagree. I I did design the entire space. Dan put the wall wraps together for me with the vision of what I wanted, which you can't really tell from photos. But all the wall wraps have an under the under photos of our company. as the background of the wall wraps. And it's our people that are making up the walls and the space. And then the turf floor brings the grasshopper brand to life, of course. And it's making it fun, exciting and vibrant. Like, like was the wow any- factor
0: so when you design the space yourself and i listened to this in one of the books i'm listening to right now scaling up and they talk about how you actually design the office and the psychology that goes in behind it yeah. so what sort of like did you look at any of that or you're like hey this just looks fun and you kind of stumbled upon it or where did you actually have some some components of it that you knew in the way that you need to organize it that people would naturally bump into each other and create that culture or is it just
1: i didn't read anything so i was just talking to evan about this i'm an yep. intj right right and so i am one of those people that has to be able to feel inspired in a creative space, in an environment where I am working. Right. If I lack that, then I lack most productivity. I cannot function. I cannot brainstorm. That's why sometimes previously at our old office, I'd have to go work at a coffee shop and remove myself from an element where I could go and feel re-inspired somewhere else because that's just, I'm an introvert. That's where I function best, right? And so I tried my best to be able to accomplish bringing the creative space dynamic to where other people would feel inspired and have
3: that creative aspect when they would come to work.
0: Nice. I like that.
3: Yep. She 100% achieved that. I always say that when we're in this space, I'm like, you would never even know this was an HVAC company unless you walk through the warehouse door. (laughs) Yep. love it. That's cool. All
2: right. So as we wrap up, one final question here, and it's not our last question that we normally do, but 100 million, Five years out, what needs to happen in the next 12 months in order for you to feel like you are on track to that $100 million?
1: Ooh, that's a good question.
2: <laughs>
0: ah, finally, Evan, you got that answer. <laughs> so, uh,
1: I am going to answer this totally transparent as I always would. So I have never created a budget in my entire life. I operate very much so on the YOLO life scale. (laughs) That does not mean I'm irresponsible with money. It means that I live the experiences, and Mm. that is how I have conducted my life. And for us to be able to achieve those growth goals, we have a CFO we work with now, and I am being stretched to lengths I've never been stretched to, which I'm actually really excited about. I'm excited about the season that we're in. I'm learning much. I'm learning a lot more, like deep levels into KPIs and metrics and numbers, budgets, and I'm being able to evaluate them on totally different scales. I ever had before. So for me, it's totally understanding the numbers inside and out, the metrics, and Kelly's added ingredient of making sure that the process that we have follows suit so that there's a process for everything. So there's no missing link. Nice. That is the next 12 months summed up.
2: Kelly, anything to add to that? Or
3: no, she nailed it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the
3: CFO is an intricate piece of this, right. right? So we need her to be able to forecast properly. Yep. And well, I think I said that from day one that I walked through the doors. Yep.
0: Yep. Well and, and- so we're here. You're right. And that's like, you know, Billy Stevens, even the last time he was on the show, talked about that 60% of businesses that went bankrupt were making a profit, like because they're not forecasting and they're not doing things right and they can't afford their growth. And so they ended up, they make the bad decision or the wrong hiring decision at the wrong time based on the wrong numbers. Mm -hmm. But if you can make the right decision at the right time based on the right numbers, now you've compounded that growth and you're better able to grow your business in a strategic way. Yep, love it
1: and that's it and that's what we're striving to get to so
0: cool well we'll have to have you on in uh five years time when you're at 100 million (laughs) dollars
1: put it on the calendar
0: yes well awesome been an absolute pleasure ladies thanks for coming on thank you probably our shortest episode to date
1: (laughs) (laughs) but thanks for having us guys you're gonna come
2: on in january too i
0: heard i'll be
1: here in january yes we'll do the recap in the year yep projecting the year ahead
2: Yep, and it. I'm excited. That'll actually be
0: a good one in January to talk about the the experiences and the budgeting, right? Mm-hmm. Having never done a budget no. to be like, shit, I have to do a budget <laughs> from a CFO and they're making me do it. So, it'll be an interesting episode so we're looking forward to that. I'm
1: excited.
0: All right. Well, until next time. Until
1: next time. Until next time. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of HVAC Success Secrets Revealed. Before you go, two quick things. First off, join our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash HVAC Revealed. The other thing, if you took one tiny bit of information out of this show, no matter how big, no matter how small, all we ask is for you to introduce this to one person in your contacts list. That's it, that's all, one person. So they too can unleash the ultimate HVAC business. Until next time, cheers.